When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey, get ready to enjoy this great podcast with Courtney and her friends, fueled by Salt and Smoke. You're cute. Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the great taste gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the Cardinals and the Blues. Nikki's part of the crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando and TC too. And Ethan and Sean and Emily and Mark and Marty and Randy. Guy and Risley and all the moms and convies. Welcome to the Courtney Show. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. And Tim is back. Welcome back, Tim. Hello. How you doing? Oh. There we go. Man. Am I on? You now should, he's you back. You forgot to turn your mic on. Now I'm back. I That's turned okay. the wrong one on. Wrong one on. <laughs> how, how are you doing? It's good to see you. We yeah, missed you. It is uh it is good to be back. It is good to be in here. Yeah, I missed you guys too. Uh yeah, it's been a long uh, stretch since last I was in here, and and yeah, I'm sure we'll talk more about it this week. But yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, being cool with me gone and the station and everybody being nice and supportive and all the kind words and all that. And um, yeah, we'll get more into stuff. But yeah, it's been. But we don't have to. I yeah. mean, you know, this well, is... there's some things I think I'd like to say, and yeah. and and um, you know, not only about my sister-in-law, but um, just things you learn going through this. Stuff, you know, like like if you're lucky enough to not have to deal with loss most of your life, when you finally do, and you're our age, your age, it's really difficult. It's so difficult. I think it's difficult no matter what. That I'm not taking away from anybody that's dealt with grief early. No, I, I can't imagine something happens and then like four days later that there's this culmination, culmination and events and all these things happening and things printed out and you're. You're just, you can't believe that it's, you just can't believe that it happened so quickly. And then it's so final. It's like. Yes. It's, yes, it's, it's different than, than uh, anything I've ever dealt with. And again, other than even, you know, uh, talking a little bit about her and how great she was, but just, just how, how much I've learned, um, on this side of things that's close to all of it and just to how I, I look at, you know, the way we support people and, and, and all that. Um, and you realize how important it is for people to be there. Yeah. Like you, you're so out of your, you're out of your head and mm-hmm. you're not really thinking clearly, but when you look back and you have time to sit and take it, take it in, even though it's still a blur, there are people that show up and those people are so vital. So if you ever wondered about showing up to something, like, they'll never notice. It matters. Yeah. It and really does. And just the, the phone calls and, and all that stuff. I think so many times when someone in our life is is dealing with a loss, something, 
you know, devastating like this, it's you don't know and you want to give space. And, and um, you know, I just think, man, what I've learned is every every one of those phone calls, text messages, you know, to Emma and her family, just just what a, what a difference it makes. And certainly people people showing up and, you know, you there are people you don't know what to say and there aren't there aren't the right things to say. But kind of being there and, and trying um it it, it it goes a long way, and it's sort of changed the way I, I think about all that stuff. So. Yeah. Well, we're, you know, people are, you know, you probably saw the outpouring on Great Taste Gang. They posted yeah, things, and, I'm, and it's, you know, just a very big family you've yeah. got here. Yeah. No, and I'm... I'm uh, I'm grateful. Emma's grateful, and and uh, yeah, thank you guys. But I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to be back. I've uh, you know many times wanted to be in this place. Uh, you know this 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 last week. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for today. Well, let's uh, let's have some laughs today. What do you think? No, you're not in the mood. Mm, nah, nah. Yeah, not, while, not while Haley's here. <laughs> There's no fun allowed. <laughs> Haley, uh, we appreciate coming in again. She asked me today this morning. She came by the office. Can I do traffic again? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Anytime. You can do a bunch of other stuff too if you want. I'll uh, take it. Hey, uh, Tim, when you were out and I had we had Guy and Jen in. Yeah, it was um, so great. Uh, guy made Guy do traffic. <laughs> and he loved it. <laughs> he really I bet found... he did. Did he take it seriously? Oh, yeah. I, I brought my laptop in, set it up where Chris's is, and he went to the website. And got the traffic, and I stalled a little every time because he wasn't prepared to go into traffic. But he was I bet he just like it. a pro. Yeah. Just like he'd never missed a, a day. He's got one of the best voices in the game. He does. He he really, he really does. He's, yeah. He's, he's still got it. He's a, Yeah, he's, he's got a gift. I mean, he's got that portion. There's other portions. Yeah. A little rusty. <laughs> Could use some tuning up. A little rusty. <laughs> um, I did want to tell you guys uh, that... Today is a special day for Chris, for Tim, for Nick, for Greg. Is it Hot Guy Day? <laughs> hot Guy Day. National Hot Guy Day? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't, know, I don't remember I, that being in August. I think that's in October. Uh, okay. Um, it is. National Pickleball Day. Oh, oh, all right. And St. Louis, what number is St. Louis for the best city for pickleball lovers? That's what the that's what it is. Pickleball lovers. It's, it's gotta be top ten. Seven. It is top ten. You're very, very is it close. Really? Yes, that's it is. impressive. Just because you would think all the places you can play uh more with better we- with yeah. better weather, yeah. for sure. Chris said seven, I'll say eight. Six. No kidding. Top six. So here's where the metrics uh, play in. Number of pickleball facilities. St. Louis is second. Isn't that crazy? I wonder why. Like how it. I think that, that this area adopted pickleball earlier than a lot of places. I know a lot of places are changing their tennis courts yeah. into pickleball courts. Mm-hmm. But that's been going on for a while here. A uh, number of pickleball courts, so facilities then courts, were third. Number of challenger level teams, second. Even hey now, hey now. <laughs> um, an average monthly Google searches uh, for top p- uh, pickleball keywords over the past year, 
It's 34th. So it's all the other, because we already know about it. We don't need to Google. Yeah, we don't yeah, need to right. Google. We don't, we're not Googling. So who beat us? What cities? Oh, I don't have the top 10. Okay. I did not get, I'll look it up. So it being that popular here for this long, Chris and Nick should just go play a tournament in another city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you much, get out of you need to go to, much better. You need to go to KC. <laughs> yeah. They're 43rd. Clean they, up. They don't know what's going on no, over they there. They don't know anything. You could hustle some yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, we're just two yokels from St. Louis. Uh, but I, so the head, just kidding. The headline I saw for it was like, uh, it's a bummer. It's on a Tuesday, but since pickleball is mostly a retired sport, they don't care what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up and see where... Uh, what came before us, but sixth in a in a climate of ours is pretty incredible. It's pretty good, yeah. Because I would have guessed, you know, your Floridas, yeah, your Southern Californias, and Texas for sure. Texas. Look at us, though. It's pretty good. I know. So, you, have you played Haley? No, I still have no idea what pickleball really is. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm so sorry. You would love a it. Point. It's a game with paddles. We'll, and... we'll get you out. Yeah, it's 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 mini tennis in a lot of ways. I always when we started thought it felt like you were. Um, Standing on a ping pong table, like the direct combination between ping pong and tennis. Okay. Well, that could go either two ways. I could be either really good at it or really bad. I think you're going to be good. I got a really good feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. Uh, uh, so, uh, what did everybody do yesterday? Anything of note? No, we just, uh, yeah, we're just trying to get trying to get a little organized at the old house and then lots of, uh, Lots of baby time. He's doing great. He was he was so good, you know, when we were up in Chicago and brought a lot of laughs around. But he's um yeah, just more and more words every day and sort of like can't Chris talked. He just said Chris that. talked about it yesterday. He really wants to talk, but he can't. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't stop him. Yeah, it doesn't stop. He's from not afraid communicating with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris said he had a lot of time with. With the uh, old Timo, he did a great job. He changed some diapers for the yep. first. When's the last time you changed a diaper? I, I think it's, I don't know how. I think it's been twenty years, eighteen years. Yeah, I, maybe yeah, longer even. So that's a, that's a pretty big deal. And he did a pretty good job, apparently. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got a, a big one, from what I understand. <laughs> uh, Chris, what about you? How was your day yesterday? That's good. I um, what did I do? I think I watched something and then watched something else. <laughs> oh, I started hijack. Oh, oh you wow. did? Yeah. Oh. Is this eat yourself? It's a series. Yeah. You guys weren't here for guys' picks of television oh, shows. Hijack was one of them. He said names of shows I've never heard of. He's got a lot of time on his hands. But I mean, the I was like, what are your favorite shows? And he didn't go in for like the ones that everybody has has seen. It's always some British crime drama. Oh, Do you okay. remember the one, Haley? I only remember him saying lioness. Lioness. <laughs> lioness. He he did say. I don't know. That he said lioness. Hilarious. But there was Outlander. No, there was one that had a, the it silliest was a very name. Fake name almost. Yes. <laughs> I started laughing when he said it. <laughs> but I can't make fun because I watched Manifest. Yeah, you did. I watched La Brea. Yeah. So, I mean, I, who, was he on anything good? But he wasn't liking these shows because of the bad. I like some of these shows because right. of the bad. Right, right, right. Um, was he. No, he really went in, in on this one title look it up. that I don't know how you're going to look it up. I'll see if it's in like British. 
Because it's a British show. Yes. So it was it Netflix. Netflix has a lot of those. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Was it one of those Harlan Corbin mystery things? Harlan Corbin. Who's Harlan Corbin? Man, once you go down, it's probably what is he's that into. that Justified guy? Oh no, that's Elmore. Uh, <laughs> Both weird names. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the guy who wrote. I, whatever. I bet the text line will remember. Harlan Corbin is like all he's got all of these English um and even even German like subtitled ones like mystery series. He writes novels, I guess, and they make all his novels into these mini series. Last Tango in Halifax. That's it. Yes. That's from Jumbotron. <laughs> Thank you, Jumbotron. Last Tango in Halifax. That does sound made up. I really started laughing when he said it. I watched uh, I'm I got more into Silo last night. Oh yeah. I yeah. like it. Tim Robbins, right? Yeah. Robbins is in it, yeah. It's good. I like it. The one girl. Sheeta Jones. Not a great American accent. Is it Rebecca Ferguson? Uh-huh. Oh, she, doing an American accent? She goes into her, she doesn't go into the Swedish chef, but she's Swedish, and so she loses the American accent. And the thing is, they've only lived in this silo. So they would, none of them would have any accents. They'd all talk alike. Right. Because their whole life, Live all their life, they've been in this silo with the same people. Spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> I didn't get give you much of anything, <laughs> but I really like it. What do yeah, you, it's, are no, you it's laughing just, at the text line? Oh. Yes. Somebody, somebody said last last tango in Halifax, and it has a big, it has like a s- octopus emoji. A big one with octopus emoji hearts, heart eyes. It says, excuse the emoji I was typing too fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really go. It's like a, it's like a TC1 emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throws an emoji in there. It doesn't really make sense. I did do something. We need to move on because we've got uh, stuff coming up. Hollywood Outsider. Uh, but I did do something that I've been putting off for months. And it was so easy. It's one of those things like, you're like, why didn't I do this before? So I had a bunch of, I don't want to check brag, but I had a bunch of checks that I had needed to deposit into my check, into my bank. From what? From a sound story. Oh, okay. So I had all these checks. I mean, I'm doing interviews left and right. (laughs) (laughs) So I had all these checks. I'm missing one, by the way. I'm I'm missing one. I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and I don't, I don't ever go to the bank. You know, I just don't. And everybody's like, well, you probably have something available where you can take a picture of your check. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I finally sat down. I downloaded the app and I deposited them. And it was the easiest thing in the world. It's so good. I'm mad at myself for how much I delayed. But I think the reason I delayed is because does it make you nervous to have your checking account uh, on your phone, the app? No. no. You don't think that's dangerous? Because you got face ID, right? Or no. at least fingerprint no. ID? No. Oh, well, then I'd be a little nervous. But they, you have to, even if you have the app, it doesn't go into your checking account until you give them all your, your password and all that. Oh, well, then don't be nervous. I know, but there's something about it right there. Them. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I don't. I mean, I I don't I don't have the same affliction. I think because you have. It's, it's a little bit more like. Native to people just a little bit younger. It's okay, but but um, but yeah, I don't blame you for having that feeling of like this can't be official. Yeah, like you have to 
hand these to somebody or put them into a machine. Or just my fear of losing my phone. And I don't know why having that app on there makes me nervous. That's what I'm talking about. Not the check. Like, I'm fine with that. If I had been taken by as many scams as you have, I would feel a little... (laughs) I'm a real easy... I'm a target. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a it's an it's an adjustment on those things because you're just you still have the check and you're like yeah it doesn't feel right but I'm mad I put it off for so long because it was just the easiest thing yeah it's the best uh huh like it, to not have to like go out of your way to go to a bank when you just get these silly checks at this point yeah it's amazing yeah because I don't need to you get direct deposit everything comes to you electronically now so you don't we can we at some point will never have to talk to another person yeah. We just do everything digitally. Fingers crossed. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get on with the show. Haley's here. The Convy boys are here. Brando look, looks like he's having a fabulous time. Alex has posted some pictures. Uh, they were at, where were they at yesterday? Yellowstone. They were at Yellowstone yesterday. Nice. I believe. And uh, looks like it's a great time. It's beautiful this time of the year. Yeah. They were weird outfits because like sweatshirts, but shorts. Oh, yeah, that's kind of like the ideal. Yeah. That's the ideal weather in the world. Brando was sporting his, uh, he was uh, representing stag beer nice. at, at Yellowstone. I'm sure people stop him, like, because it's, it's, you know, it's from here, yeah. stag is, but it's also very popular. Like, in people know about it, people I should like say. It. Yeah. From back in the day. So, yeah, it looked like a, looks like it's a great time. I saw the girlfriend in the picture. Oh, yeah. So Brando's got a new girlfriend? <laughs> Speaking of girlfriend, did you see did you see the interview with that guy? I don't even know what it was from. I don't even know what sport he was in. But he was wanting to thank everyone and he said, I want to thank my wife and girlfriend. Oh yeah. From a while ago. Was it from I, a while uh, ago? Yeah. I've never seen it before. Is it a soccer player or race coach? It looked like a soccer, it looks soccer to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is a problem. Yes. <laughs> That's uh unless they just got married. And he's so used to calling, I don't know. Yeah. But it was not good. Uh, yeah, but uh, Aaron's girlfriend is along on that trip, so she was in a bunch of pictures. I can't wait to hear the reviews on that oh, situation yeah. in particular. But he is in Huckleberry Heaven right now, everyone. You know how much he loves that. Uh, so we have Hollywood Outsider coming up. We also have tickets to give away. Kids Bop is going to be here this weekend, and we'll have a family four-pack for that with Throwback Live. Darius Rucker also going to be in town this weekend. We'll have a pair of tickets for that for First Five Notes. But we have Tuesday Tidbits, of course, uh, Hollywood Outsider, Food Court, and all the regular stuff. If you guys want to text the show at any time, Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com, and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. I promise. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. If your homework means a new deck, turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, trex, evergreen, and azek to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Hackman Lumber says 
St. Peter's is your go-to place for a huge selection of quality bedding plants, perennials, and hanging baskets. They also carry topsoil and potting mix for your gardening needs. Come visit all Hackman Lumber Showrooms in St. Charles Pacific and Troy, Missouri or online at hackmanstl.com. Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Hollywood Outsider is brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, John Reap at Streets of St. Charles and Bob Biggerstaff at Westport. Uh, Well, sad news yesterday. Uh, Sandra Bullock's longtime boyfriend of eight years lost his battle with ALS. Um, Nobody even knew that he had it. I think they were uh, very private about uh, what he was fighting, and apparently he's had it for like three years. He was a photographer. They met when Louie, her little boy, was little, and she hired him as a photographer to take pictures. And they hit it off, and she called him on an interview the love of her life. Hmm. And they have raised those. She's got a little girl and a little boy, and he's got an, a daughter. So they've uh, been a family for eight years. It's so sad. Just so sad. Hmm. Um, and they said the family asked for privacy to, quote, grieve and come to terms with the impossibility of saying goodbye to Brian. Brian Randall, he was 57 years old. Oof. So sad. Uh, Ronda Rousey lost her match. I'm just, I know there's WWE fans out there, but she's in the WWE. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Yeah. All right. Well, she lost in the WWE SummerSlam this weekend and says now she has no reason to stay. <laughs> But apparently her depart, her leaving was expected, but it's not clear if it's permanent or if she's just taking a break. Man, I wonder if she'll go back to, I mean, I think the sport of MMA has passed her by, but God, she was amazing. She really was until that one fight. Remember that one fight? Holly Holm. Yeah. Yeah. Kicked her in the face. Yes. I think Nick and I went somewhere to watch it. Yeah. It was a big deal. She was, she won everything. Holly Holm. A St. Louis Cardinals fan. Is she? She loves the St. Louis Cardinals. Natalie Portman and her husband have separated following an alleged affair. This is the dancer? This is the dancer. The choreographer, Mm. Benjamin Millipede. Uh, A source says that that they, I guess the, the husband was spotted with a climate change activist named Camille Etienne. Um, they were seen coming, meeting up at his office. She's 25, by the way. Uh, coming out of his office and later seen entering the building separately and leaving 10 minutes apart almost two hours later. Natalie and Benjamin have been married 11 years and they have two kids. Mm, looks like he's got a type. Young. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're looking at pictures. She's 25 years old. He's, I don't have all, I don't know how old he is. What is she? A, a professional sailor? climate change activist. She's oh, okay. a sailor. <laughs> I don't know, there's just one of her on a sailboat. Oh, there is? Yeah. Um, well, that's a bummer. I know. Okay, this is uh, news for, for really mostly me and Chris and all the Jeopardy, Jeopardy! Jeopardy! fans out there. So we're wondering what's going on because right now they're playing reruns. They should be doing the Tournament of Champions. Mm. But since the writer's strike, they don't have new questions. And the showrunner for Jeopardy uh, said on his latest podcast of Inside Jeopardy. This is Michael Davis? It is. It's 
Is it Davis or Davies? They, they pronounce it Davis in it's, the UK. It's not Davis. I know. <laughs> All right. Do they say Ray Dave, Davis? For the kinks? No, I think Davies. I, it, the, the, they, the way it sounds, sounds like Davis? That's that's the way he has described it. Do you listen to the podcast? No, I oh, know okay. him. Oh, you know him. Yeah, Curran, Curran uh, got him an apartment once, and then I, I worked <laughs> with him for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he gave a bunch of information. Do you know the information? I've stayed at his house. You have? Yes. Does I've he never s- heard anybody say Michael Davis, though. Well, you stayed at his house. You should, yeah, you should know. know. Mm-hmm. All right, so he said it's going to be, the new season is going to be a combination of material that writers wrote before the strike, which is still in the database, and material that has been redeployed from multiple seasons of the show. So they're going to recycle questions, like you remember. I yeah, no. Some it. of these guys might, though. I killed it yesterday. Well, here's what they're going to do. Um, so Celebrity Jeopardy is also set to return in September, but that has completely original material that was already written before the strike. Uh, so what's going to happen is they are going to bring back contestants from a previous season, season 37, who lost their initial game. Yeah, I think that's that sounds good. They don't want to. Sounds really cool because some people they they had go a up against day. or go up against a buzzsaw in some brilliant nerd, and they just they couldn't figure it out. Like we're in that time when there was like a dominant contestant, yeah. or they had a bad. You know, if you get three categories that you don't know anything about, you're toast, baby. Yeah. Uh, so these season thirty-seven people will be back uh, that lost in their first game, and then. Following that, winners are going to advance to a champion's wild card that's going to be made up of contestants from that season 37 and season 38. Also, another major development, I guess Jeopardy is known for not covering travel and expenses for their contestants. Really? And it's been a major complaint for people for years. Um, They said that they're going to increase the second and third place amounts by $1,000 each. That's still not much. Because no. they're doing it 2,000 and 3,000? Yes, 2,000 and 3,000. Uh, it's going to start September 11th of this year, the new season, with the season 20 or season 37 uh, contestants. Does that excite you? you excited? Well, I think it's, I think there's some... I don't know who's who's hosting. It'll be a combination of Mayim and... But I think Mayim says yeah. she's not going to do it. Oh, because she's a... Yeah. Oh, I think that... Well, what's Ken Jennings going to do? Well, I think Ken has, has not made a statement, but people were pressuring him to not do it in solidarity. Oh. But, uh, I don't know if he's made any sort of statement like that. I He did not... There was not a word mentioned about the host. Michael Davies will do it himself. He really will. Will Mike, he's, Michael he's Davies real, do it or Michael Davis do it? Both, both. actually. <laughs> they, they love uh, sw- switching off. Is yeah, he, he's incredible. One of the most charming people on the planet. Is he similar to uh, the one guy that hired himself? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is he no. anything like him? No. I, no, he's he's a bit older. I mean, he's probably early, early 60s or late 50s at this point. But he's he's very charming. He also hosts a soccer show. I don't want to talk about that guy anymore. <laughs> We're uh, done with the Davis talk. All right. Um, but I'll be interested to see what happens with the hosting. Uh, Sharknado. It's the 10th anniversary of Sharknado. Only 10? Doesn't it feel like Sharknado's forever? Yeah. Ian Ziering, uh, What's her face? Tara. Tara. What's her name? Reed. 
Lipinski. <laughs> no, Tara Lipinski would never do. Well, she might. She might. She would. It's a campy, campy movie. Well, they're getting for the 10th anniversary a theatric a, a theatrical release. So it's been fully remastered. A fully remastered version of Sharknado is going to be in theaters on the 15th and 16th of August with hundreds of new special effects, including new kills, new thrills, more sharks, more NATO. (laughs) (laughs) And the sign is a very Barbie sign. Like they've they've taken the Barbie thing and put the poster. The poster's pretty funny. So you can look forward to that. I mean, that's a fun, it's a silly thing, but I like that they went all in on the cheese of it. Yeah. Like they're not trying to make the special effects good. And when you're, I mean, they're fun. They're fun. If you've ever seen any of those, like. That's one of my mom's favorite movies. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So you, well, now we know where DVD. it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny fan, mom loves Sharknado. Yeah. All right. Uh, somebody just put together movie dot, movieweb.com. It's also on the blog today. Uh, the 20 best kids movies of the 80s. Ooh. All right. And they're in no order. What is like Goonies and Stand By Me yes. count as a yes. kids movie? Okay. Goonies is on there. Stand By Me, not in the top. No, not in. No. Okay. Mm. Fox and the Hound. Land Before Time. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Home Alone. Toasters. Or is Home Alone 1990? Home Alone's not on here. What did you say? Brave Little Toaster. That's not on here. Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. Nice. Uncle Buck. Uh, E.T., Gremlins, Princess Bride. You can see the full list if you're wanting to show your kids some 80s movies. Sounds great. They're not in, a, they're not in order, though. They're like, we're not, I know it says 1 through 20, but it's just to let you know they're 20. They're like, we're not going to mess with this. Yeah, people just Ranking get mad. them. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and then finally today for Outsider, Ryan Gosling is now the 15th Mickey Mouse Club member to have a hot 100 hit. The 15th. Isn't that crazy? Well, but like... I'm just Ken. Oh, I know. From his group, that's what? Four? Brittany, Justin, Christina. Christina. So he's the fourth from that group. Uh, wasn't somebody in one of the Backstreet or... In, I guess Justin was in sync. Wasn't somebody else? Um, I don't know. Tony Luca, whoever that is. He was on The Voice, and he charted two of his covers from the show. Mm. Whatever. Right, Tony. Okay, but besides that, Annette Funicello from the original Mickey Mouse had a ton of hits. And some others, Johnny Crawford, Paul Peterson, and there's a bunch of names I don't I don't know mm. of people. But he's the 15th with his I'm Just Ken from the Barbie movie. <laughs> right, when are that- you going to see it? Did you talk to Nick? I did not talk to Nick. We got a scheme going. What is it? Where Nick has to go to see the Barbie movie with Courtney, and then they give the review simultaneously on air. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'll tell him, you know, we need him for the show this week. Would he do it? He would do it to help me with the show. Mm. He would do it. I mean, he's he's good that way. He supports my career. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great man. All right. So you need to put some, you need to. Oh, do yeah, fine. Maybe Great. send him a text. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, tell him you'll play pickleball with him. Yeah, 
Because that will make him do it, probably. We can, we can do a double feature. <laughs> Pickleball, then Barbie. Yeah, perfect. That is The Outsider. Uh, coming up, we've got uh, Best Things We've Seen. It is The Courtney Show on The Arch. The Courtney Show. Hey, guys. Friday. We are out at uh, Shamrock Donuts. Donuts, donuts, and donuts. What a thrill. Second to last stop for uh, our donut tour. Thank you to First Community for being a great sponsor and Metro Transit. Without you, none of this would be possible. Well, we could have still gone. We just probably wouldn't have had anything to give away. Yeah, it wouldn't have been nearly as exciting. Yeah, so we've got those special Courtney Show donut shirts for the year. Uh, Second to last stop in Arnold, Shamrock Donuts. Next Friday, we will be at Cruda's in Collinsville, Illinois for the final donut stop of the year. Haley uh, is going to be doing traffic today, and she just, her allergies are bothering her, (laughs) and she just said... Well, I just got a cat, and I'm allergic to cats. I am actually allergic to cats, oh, so man. I'm. Sh- and the cat likes to lay on my face. The cat's a cuddler. Yeah. Not all cats are cuddlers, guys. I don't mm. know if you know that. So I'm struggling. <laughs> and your plan is just that you'll get used to it. Yeah, I will. That's I, a thing. Doctors yes. say that. No, I, <laughs> yes. Don't you know? No. I'm also a doctor. I have my uh, medical degree. Is that, well, if, lots changed since I've been out. <laughs> Uh, do you want to know the name of the cat, Tim? Oh, um, is it a play on the nanny or Fran Drescher? No, I didn't name the cat. Oh. So. She got the cat from a friend that had already named all the cats. Yeah. You know you can change the cat's I name. I know. I'll just feel guilty about it. Why? Then. Tell me. I don't know. You're taking the cat. You own the cat. She's attached to their names. It's easy E. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't she look like she'd have a cat, a kitten named Easy? Yeah, Eve? actually, kind of. Haley's, <laughs> Haley's very street. Yeah. Have you name 10 NWA songs? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't name one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we can't. Legally, we yeah, would yeah. get fired. <laughs> we would be uh, fired very fast oh. if we started that. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. And oh, hey, barbecue. Look, I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. The whole gang is back, except for Brando is enjoying his vacation. But Haley's in here with us as well. Haley, what did you see yesterday that brought you a little joy or you found interesting? Uh, I saw this tweet from Corey T. Johnson saying, how does anyone get anything done? I spend most of my time thinking about how in an hour it will be an hour later. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also saw this. It was on the Great Taste Gang posted by Vint. And it was photos of the Sesame Street Muppets have been leaked online and it's just hands. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can post that on the blog today because that's one of one of those, you got to see it yes. to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I only saw really one thing, even though it seems like I screenshot a lot of stuff. Did you guys, uh, let's see. Okay, so I'll just do this one since Tim probably has a lot of stuff he saw. This is from Adam Browd, flight attendant. Help. Is there a doctor on board? Weird aunt. 
holding a lavender essential, holding a bottle of lavender essential oils. I have something even better. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? What did you see? Uh, I just have a couple, uh, and I don't know what you guys have done this week here, but um, I've seen this one. It says, thanks, Mom, for my sweet 16 car, and this girl posts, and she got a brand new, looks like a big old Range Rover she's in front of, and then somebody comments and says, my kid's going to be hurt when they get a 99 Civic. I don't care if it's 2090. They get in a 99 Civic. <laughs> <laughs> 99 Civic. Well, Civics, good cars. Great cars. Good first car for somebody. Last, yeah. Uh, and then on Twitter, it looks like someone named Elijah said, hey, has anyone tried making edibles but without weed, like virgin edibles or something? And then somebody commented and said, girl, do you mean food? Krista, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? Uh, this one is my favorite one. It's a, it's a bumper sticker. And it's like a... a f- it's like a fake conspiracy theorist bumper sticker. And it says, Helen Keller denier. And then there's just a comment on the side that says, ain't no way. <laughs> oh, that's pretty darn great. Oh. Okay, there's some other things. Uh, this is a tweet from a guy named Tito Mahalo. We might have done this already. Mark Ruffalo sounds like a dog's full legal name. Yeah, I've seen that. That's very, it really does. And Muscles McGee said, me to a close lifelong friend. How's your job? And also, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see one other thing that I I, I screenshot uh, last week and I totally forgot about it. it. got lost. But it's a picture of somebody's tattoo and in cursive uh, tattoo writing, it says, my mom is my angle because they misspelled angel and then it's the mom (laughs) turned to the side and it says thanks (laughs) very funny all right so we'll post those on the courtney show stl so you can see them off uh facebook instagram give us a follow we've got food court coming up in just a few minutes it is the courtney show on 106.5 the arch Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court brought to you by our friends at Schnooks and the Schnooks Rewards app. Earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. I saw posted on social media, a lot of people on Facebook hanging out at Schnooks last Friday with Nolan Gorman. He did an in-store meet and greet from 11 to noon, which is pretty cool. That's great. Because you know they're selling that at Schnooks, that new Cherry Cardinals Crunch ice cream. So he was there, you know, I guess they had the ice cream nearby, uh, but people got to meet Nolan Nolan Gorman, which is very cool. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more uh, players stopping by Schnucks. Yeah. Since they've got that Cardinals ice cream out there. Uh, I had last night for dinner a salad that I picked picked up from Trader Joe's last week, earlier in the week. It was uh, teetering on the the use by date, eat by date, whatever it is, date. So I took all the, it was a salad. I took all the chicken out of it just in case and had Nick test a piece because he doesn't mind. And he said it tasted fine, Hmm. but I still didn't eat any of it. But I've never had one of these salads before. Waldorf salad. I've heard of them for my entire life, but I've never had a Waldorf salad. Oranges? This did not have oranges. This had like two different kinds of apples, grapes. Oh. um, Some kind of... uh, what is that? A, walnuts? Walnuts? Mm. Uh, no cheese and a bunch of greens in it. 
but it had celery in it too. Celery is kind of off-putting, I think. With that stuff, yeah. Yeah. So I tried to get all the celery out as well. The real Waldorf salad has some kind of mayonnaise dressing. Really? Yeah. And so this did not. I just the only reason I'm bringing this up is because the dressing was so good. Uh, brown sugar maple dressing. Ooh. But it wasn't too sweet, but it just had a hint of sweetness. It was really good. I'm it's, so put off by this. What, the whole thing with the yes. apples and grapes and the I greens? I don't know, something about it with a, a salad? Oh, yeah, because I love a cranberry in my salad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. I think you either like that kind of salad, and I do. And like some shaved almonds. Yep, agreed. Yeah, but you too. But some of that stuff... I don't like oranges in my salad. Nah, there were no oranges in this. Yeah. And I don't, celery doesn't sound good. Well, I took all, I got all the celery out. Okay. You would have liked my version. Okay. All right? Yeah. I'm just telling the you that. The dressing sounds good. The dressing is really, really <laughs> good. All right. So I'm just giving it a thumbs up. I tried it yesterday. I enjoyed it. Uh, a couple new items that I saw online. First, I would like to see because, uh, I'd like to say because somebody sent me this. The Mountain Dew hot dogs are not real people. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. I think uh, Mick posted it on our page, too, because he likes to mess with people. Um, But it is not a real product. Now, there are, legend has it, that people like to boil their hot dogs in Mountain Dew. I don't believe that. (laughs) Doesn't that just uh, make it taste better? (laughs) (laughs) I think you know that's the truth. Yeah, bowling brats and hot dogs in Mountain Dew is a thing. But what does it do? I don't know. You know how people D-E-W. get these things. <laughs> uh, you know how people do these do these things, yeah, and you don't do know why. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound crazy. But what does boiling soda do? Well, sometimes people boil. You know, people make hot dogs and boil them in water. Yeah, yeah, that. So maybe it gives it a little kick of something. A little bite, a little caffeine. I don't. I have no idea. I'm sure we're going to hear from somebody that does this, but I, I'm just letting you know, as your food reporter, yeah, that this is fake. Somebody tried to send it to me, and I sent them a story, and they didn't believe the website in which the story came from. Like I'm going to believe that. Mm-hmm. Well, it was from a place called All Soccer. <laughs> it's not All Soccer at, at All Soccer, but they said it's not true. It is a false false thing. Uh, there's another, there is a real product though coming out and it sounds pretty good. Uh, this should be out soon. It should be at your grocery stores. Mrs. Buttersworth. Oh, it's just Mrs. Butterworth. I think I always thought it was Buttersworth. Butterworth. Yeah, that's what it should be. Mrs. Butterworth. Say it. Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth. I think I always said Buttersworth, which now sounds stupid the more I say it. Uh, they have a new syrup. Dunkin' Glazed Donut Flavored Syrup will be out soon. That sounds Dunkin' good. Glazed Donut Wow. I don't know. I think it sounds pretty good if they get it right. Yeah, it could Mrs. be Mrs. Awesome. Buttersworth does everything right. Now, I can't tell you if Mrs. Butterworth is going to do it right. <laughs> right. I think it sounds good. Yeah, it could be good. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts are bad, but maybe the but, glaze is good. Yeah. Because the actual donut is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. The glaze, the glaze, the glaze is fine. Small. No. So look for that on try that on store shelves soon. Uh, some company is looking for a pizza influencer. You get paid one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. Whoa, I'm listening. All right, there's a pizza delivery app called Slice. 
And it's a social media marketing role. And they just slapped like fun, like made, you know, it's just a social media person. But they're trying to get press. Yeah. They spent $110,000 on publicity. Basically. Yes. Yes. Uh, you create videos, social media content, primarily for TikTok and Instagram that, quote, celebrates pizza, pizzeria owners, and pizza eaters. There's so many people doing that already. I know. For free. You get dental. You get a, a matching 401k. Okay. And, quote, weekly pizza stipend. No. I'm a man. Yeah. Send yeah. my resume to them real quick. But you do have to work. I mean, this is a so this is somebody that's going to be working pretty hard. And when you love your job, you don't work <laughs> a single day of your life. Man, I can't wait for that time. Is that ever going to happen? <laughs> or do I have to wait for Social Security to to kick in? And that may not happen. It'll all right, be yeah, gone. It'll all be gone. <laughs> um, and then finally, somebody's saying that you should never. Use self-checkout. This is a an attorney, and she says, don't use it. It's too risky. You can wind up getting falsely arrested for shoplifting too easily. What? Nobody is coming after you no. at a grocery store for, like, accidentally missing or, or, like, messing up. And frankly, even if you did do it, inten- someone did do it intentionally, how would they... How could they really they, prove that? The amount of money not- it would cost to track down people. Yeah. But she's just trying to freak everyone out. So they say that stores have large, sophisticated teams that examine the tapes of self-checkout looking for shoplifters. I don't believe that. I don't either. They're not going after you. It's an honor system. Yeah, because the whole point of it is to have less employees. Yes. yes. I do, do. I do not believe this. Yep. She's just trying to do a scare tactic and get hits on her TikTok. Yep. Uh, not yeah. me. I'm Nobody's not trying to shut. Oh, is she one of those TikTok yep. lawyers? She's a TikTok TikTok attorney. TikTok attorney. Right, that's your food court. <laughs> it's brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Oh, hey. You're listening to the Courtney Show podcast, fueled by salt and smoke. Oh, hey. You were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from Salt and Smoke? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You can do it! I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about, Will? Throwback Live. Contestants today for Throwback Live. I'll be playing for Lee from Baldwin. Tim, you've got Gina from Glen Carbon, and Chris has Melissa from St. Anne. And all week long, we have a family four pack for you to see Kids Bop Never Stop Live Tour. And it's this Sunday at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Throwback Live is brought to you by the Madison County Firemen's Bingo Hall with a chance to win $25,000 in their Crazy 8 raffle. That voice you're hearing right now, that beautiful, crisp, clean voice. <laughs> That's our friend. Everybody knows that's Afton. It's Yay. me. Hey Everybody guys. knows it's Afton. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Great you ready to see for you. some Throwback Live? I know you guys are all really excited to play. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Palm. Um, yeah, so things are a little different today. Brando's going to play clips for us today. Yeah. Yep. 
I have no microphone of my own, so you'll just have to hear long distance snark. Maybe we should try that on the air. <laughs> long distance Brando. Oh, LDB. <laughs> I will walk out right now. <laughs> yeah, so Brando's playing the clips, and you guys are going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Chris, and Tim. I like it. Question one, name this movie. Go. Linda Barrett. Not exactly the girl next door. Awesome. Totally awesome. And Courtney. Mm. I've got a guess. Um, it's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It is. That's what I was going to Linda. Are what? <laughs> That's Phoebe Cates. Nirvana. I already, I already Linda Barrett. I didn't have uh, my headphones on. I, <laughs> I threw them on when it was time. My headphones were still running the station, so I was trying to think of what movie uh, Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar was I'll tell you what it was. It was 13 going on 30. Oh, there you go. So, bonus points. points. <laughs> so so I guess to, we're going to skip down yeah, to question down three, three, unless we want to give Chris the point. No. <laughs> okay, question... Uh, next question. Who's talking here? Um, in this fall, man, it's very tough. Um, in this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. Chris. LeBron James. LeBron and, James. Uh, going to Miami. Taking his you talents right. to South Beach. Boy, he made some people angry. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. It was so annoying then. Yeah. <laughs> he could have said it better. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, he so did we, a big press conference, like a well, live, like, yeah. like a TV special, yes. yeah, half hour long to break the hearts decision, in another right? city. Was that what it's called? Yeah. The yeah. decision. So annoying. Yes, I like him a lot, mm-hmm. but that was horrible. He, he's yeah. redeemed himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that was bad. That was rough. One point, Courtney. One point, Chris. Question four: Name this backwards song title or artist. <laughs> Chris, right? I think it was a tie. Oh, I didn't hear Courtney. I yeah. My headphones are a little... It felt tie-ish let's do, to me, Let's do a tie. But she didn't even hear me. No, but yeah, I think she I saw. I th- the TV screen is down. Why don't I just yeah, take it? <laughs> it used to be that I could never see Chris. Yeah, so let's do a tie. Let's do halfsy points. Okay. One, two, three. Cindy Lauper. I think so. I don't have the answer. Yeah. I feel strongly that that was it. It has to be. Let's try it. Let's find out. Hey, there you go. Okay, one and a half points for Courtney and Chris. Question five, name this TV series from the 80s. I'm gonna live Tim. <laughs> it didn't hit my first time. Uh, fame. Fame yes. is correct. You got big dreams. Well, dreams cost. <laughs> this thing sticks. In sweat. You got to really... Hit it hard. I had a lot of excuses for my ringer, too, for the first few months. <laughs> Back when I was new on the show. <laughs> okay, question six, which is really like question five. That's why Tim's still in it. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. Name this movie. Jimmy and I could never be made because we had Irish blood. Chris. It is... Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a matter that my mother was the show. That's a Chris Coffee. Become Yay. a member of the crew. And that's a Melissa from St. Anne Wynn as well. Congrats, Melissa. Yay. And Melissa, a programming note. I said it was this Sunday. It's not this Sunday. So I hope that you weren't planning on it being this Sunday because it's actually August 20th. Kids Bop Never Stop Live Tour at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. That is where. You will be on the 20th. So congrats to you, Melissa. Thank you. My kids will love the surprise before school. Oh, yeah. Great. When does school go back? Uh, The next day. (laughs) Wow. Oh, 
Late night. That's a way to send them back to the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice and tired. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, congrats to you. We will play Throwback Live again tomorrow for another family four-pack of tickets on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Well, the whole show almost is back together. Haley's in for Brando. That's Brando's replacement, Haley. Uh, Chris, Tim, all back together, and we're excited about it. Brando will be back next week having a nice family vacation, uh, getting lots of huckleberry, enjoying the sights of, uh, where's he, Yellowstone? Uh, but, yeah, he'll be back next week. But this Friday we'll be at Shamrock Donuts in Arnold. It's our second-to-last stop, Donuts, Donuts, and Donuts. Hopefully you'll join us for our show, 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, so I think, I don't think I've told Chris this yet either, but I think you guys will enjoy this. We're, we're up in Chicago. Em and I are... Uh, Having lunch with her dad and um, sitting and eating. At one point, I'm like, I'm going to go back in and uh, get a smoothie. And I say, to, can I get you guys anything? Emma says, I'd really like a, um, a sprinkle cooking. I go, cool. So I go back into the place. Picture uh, two registers, but like one line, right? So you're in one line, and then you just kind of yeah. go, go in accordingly. Uh, there's two people who are together in front of me in line, the, you know, these early 20-somethings. And uh, I see there's one sprinkle cookie left and I'm like okay I'll be I'll be all right as long as they don't order it so they get called first in line they start ordering they're like oh, this and this and this sprinkle cookie and I'm like oh god then I immediately get called to the register while they're still ordering oh so nobody has picked up the sprinkle cookie yet the guy's still taking <laughs> the guy's still taking the, their order no. so uh oh it's like gosh I know exactly what this is like <laughs> So I've heard it's like, like, clear that I've heard it. So that's exactly what I did. So she's like, hey, how can I help you? And I go, I need a uh, the banana blueberry smoothie and a sprinkle cookie. And she's like, okay, would you like to try? I go, nope, that concludes the order. That's it. Just the sprinkle cookie and the blueberry. <laughs> it's like when you go through a drive-thru and you pick the wrong lane, the person in front of you, and then... It's a like you want to get your order first because you're mad at that person mm-hmm. that's gotten to go quicker. And when you get in front of them, it's like mm-hmm. victory. So this is this is a particularly tough day. And I'm like, there's no way I'm not getting that. It's the one thing she just asked me for. There's no way I'm not getting that sprinkle cookie. So I talked as fast as I could. They're still up there like staring at the menu uh-huh. or whatever. I'm like, suckers. They're not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Be so, ready. You'll get your sprinkle you'll cookie. you get that Girl, sprinkle cookie. I tap the car. I, I'm like, just immediately tap. I'm like, nope, that's it. That's all I want. And I'm just tapping the card <laughs> yeah, on the thing. Yeah, before it's even it ready. Done. Yeah. So she goes, she walks over, the, and the people next to me, both the cashier and the people who ordered, completely oblivious, didn't hear any of this. So my gal goes over, grabs <gasps> grabs the cookie Victory. that they had ordered first, <laughs> brings it to me. I, nobody knew until, as she's coming back over to give me the cookie, their guy had completed that order and walks over. And I, as I'm walking away, because I'm like, I'm just going to get out of here, I see him go over to the thing, and he just has this completely puzzled look. Like I thought look I on. saw a sprinkle cookie over there. <laughs> because he glanced, when they said it, he glanced over and saw that it was there. Yeah, because he's not going to put it in the register. Right. He glanced over, sees that it's there, and then it, it, but in between <laughs> the guy looking, I order it, she grabs it, so he goes over there, and he's so confused. And he starts looking at other cookies that, like, maybe had a couple sprinkles on them, like a like an addition. And I think he just probably tried to sell them on one of those, and I just got out of there. Oh, didn't that feel good? It did. I needed okay. to deliver. Here's my question to you. If And I didn't feel bad. If <laughs> if they would have gotten the sprinkle cookie, would you have negotiated something? 
Ooh, I didn't think that far ahead. I probably would have um, checked the other selections, and yeah, I would. Yes, at that point, I would have offered them twenty bucks for that cookie. Isn't it funny the series of competitions you have on a daily basis that the other person has no idea about? Oh yeah, from driving, like, you no, know, you're not going to get there before me. To like, I've, you just have a just all these competitions. These invented that have, competitions. Yeah, that they have no. And then you're angry at people. Tim had one of those. <laughs> Apparently, somebody in his band. Like he didn't know he was in an eating competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Bowen from uh, this guy when we were recording the Ludo album had a uh, yeah an eating competition with me and I won and I didn't know I was in it. It was how fast. Because are I you eat a fast, fast eater? Yeah, I think I've slowed down as I've gotten Cause older because people have noticed it. But people know it's yeah it was a, a hot topic and they and, and so so he was know. trying to beat you yeah we both had like a hamburger and he was trying to beat me i didn't even know i was competing and i won <laughs> and i remember i remember finishing it and then kind of looking over at him and he had a bite in his mouth and i go what are you doing and he goes i was trying to beat you and you won and he had it was like still coming out of his mouth with another bite in his, and he was so upset he was so defeated oh that is very funny well i'm glad emma got her sprinkle cookie yes yeah, she was oh good yeah yeah the rest of the day had to be so much better after that <laughs> small victories the courtney show well i do a show with uh two world travelers so i'm sure that a lot of these landmarks uh rock and roll landmarks you guys have visited I just have a feeling, even the ones that are out of the country. There's local ones, like, in the U.S., but then there's also uh, ones in other countries as well. And I want to go through that list, but I wanted to find out from you, what are some of the weirdest landmarks that you've been to? Like, bizarre ones. I like the old, like, um, we did the uh, Breaking Bad house. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's just somebody's house. And weren't they mad that people were driving by and throwing throwing pizzas? pizzas? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the scene on the roof of their house. What was the scene even about? Uh, Why did he throw a pizza up there? I don't. I don't. It was a fight or something. I don't uh, totally remember. But I think. I think it was. They didn't. That wasn't their intention. But it ended up up there, and they were like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And it just became a part of the show. Yeah, that that's a that's a cool thing. Because isn't it just in a neighborhood? Yeah, and it's a you know just a regular old regular house. Regular old house. Uh huh. That they just shot the exterior shots for. Right. For their house. Right. The weirdest places I've been, and to you guys, it's nothing because you both lived in L.A., uh, but when I went to L.A. in my 20s, we went by O.J.'s house oh, on Rockingham. Yeah. It's I not there anymore. It's not? No, I, don't, I think they tore it down. Oh, I thought they tore down the, well, I wouldn't, I mean, who's buying it? Yeah. Oh, the one on Rockingham. Okay, yeah, O.J.'s house. O.J.'s uh, house. I was talking about the apartment. And we went by there, too. Yeah. And the street on was Barnum? all- Barnum? I don't remember the street name, but what's the name of the Brentwood in Brentwood? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the street was kind of blocked off. It was it it was a it was not an easy street no, to it's... loiter on and go slow because it was a pretty mm-hmm. busy area. But those are my two weirdest. Oh, I also went to and it's that far in Effingham. I went to the Giant Cross. There's a gigantic cross. Oh, you can't. That's right off the highway. Yeah, right? I know it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It was. Did it didn't there? take a lot of work. Yes, I have a picture yeah. of me doing this. <laughs> Greg and I not too long ago went to the. Uh, I think it's the American Gothic House. You know, with the farmer with the pitch. Oh yeah, no so that actually. I wouldn't house, even know where that is. It is very strange. Where it, it's like in the middle of Iowa, and you. It, it's in a. It's just. It's not really around anything. It's just like, yep, this is where this guy painted this picture. And it's, I don't know. We took a Was picture. it cool? No. No, nothing. <laughs> no. 
it was just whatever. And there's a little museum, and it's exactly uh-huh. what you expect. And they have a museum there. I think, yeah, uh-huh. but like a, it's about the size of the studio, and it's just a uh-huh. bunch of pictures <laughs> that you can buy of the house. Chris, uh, any bizarre places? I'm going to go through the list in a second, so I'm sure yeah, you'll... Yeah, I'm sure. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, all right, so here are... This This is the list. Ultimate Classic Rock put this list together of 50 must-see spots. Sun Studios. Is that on oh, there? yeah. We went there in Memphis. Yeah, that's Or good. Elvis recorded. It's not in the top 10, but that doesn't mean it's not in the top 50. Oh, I went to the Phil Linnett statue in Dublin, which is pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. I wanted to go to his grave because apparently... He, his That's... mom would stop by every day and put flowers on it. So I was like, oh, it'd be great to see Philomena, you know. Sure. Is that, uh, is that boys are back li- then yeah. Lizzie? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so here we go. Just tell me if you've been there. I'll start with number 10. Uh, Allman Brothers Band Museum no. in Macon, Georgia. No. All right. Uh, Haley, feel free to weigh in if you've been to any of these. I tried to get everybody to go to the Tina Turner Museum, but nobody nobody would stop. We were on a road trip, and people were like, "Nah." Where was it in? That's in Nut- Pigeon, like in somewhere in Tennessee. Yeah, where's she? It's, Nutbush. It yeah, that sounds. That's right. where she's from. But okay, yeah, that's where it was. And I was like, "Let's do it." And people were like, "Let's get home." <laughs> okay, Buddy Guys Legends in Chicago. No. Uh, yeah, I have been there for something. It's just, it's just a venue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think... I've never seen Buddy Guy. I don't know why that's number nine. Yeah, it's I'd, like a... I don't know. I'd like to venue. go to the to the Motown. There's like a good Motown one. Motown Museum is number six yeah, I've in been Detroit. There. I've been there. Tours were canceled, unfortunately. But I've been in the thing and taken the... I did a comedy festival up there. Sean and I went up there. I remember when you went to that. Yeah. Took a bunch of pictures and... Um, but we didn't get to do the full tour, but even just... Being there's cool, so that's we went, a check for me. We went to the Johnny Cash one in Nashville. Johnny Cash, um, not on here, not on the top ten. Oh, okay. Electric Lady Studios in New York. Been by it, but never been in it. Wait a minute, I have been in it. It was so cool. many recording studios for cool. you. You don't know where you are. I have been there. I've not recorded myself there, but I visited people who were recording. Them. Prince's Paisley Park in Minnesota. Oh, that would be cool. I've never been. I would yeah, like to that do that. Really cool. Uh, Mo- Motown Museum, you mentioned. Whiskey A Go-Go, I'm sure you guys have been to in yes. L.A. Yeah. We played there. You did? Yeah. Was it cool? Yeah. What was the coolest place you played that was, like, legendary? Um, pageant? Yeah, probably the pageant. Mississippi uh, Nights. Oh, Mississippi Nights was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roxy? Yeah, we did all those L.A. ones uh-huh. that have been around forever. We, we got to do all those. Um... We did. What's it called? The what's the vibe? What the about the Viper Steam? Room? Did you perform there? I think we did. Do that's the cool. Room. The Stone Pony. Yeah, Stone Pony. Uh-huh. That's cool. Uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, Graceland is number four oh, on the yeah. list. Yeah, we did that. I I did. I have a picture of me outside the gates, but we didn't have time to do the tour. I loved it. It's it's, it's pretty great. It's extraordinary. I yeah. yeah. I, I I thought that one was really well done. Number three is Crossroads in Mississippi, Clarksdale, Mississippi. No. Uh, number two, the Bob Dylan Center in Tulsa. It's in Tulsa. Oh, I have been there. Apollo Theater in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and- Tim t- Tim was on a reality show scouting talent. At the oh, Apollo that music Theater. one where uh-huh. you were like... Uh, yeah, I was a, they were like... Music producer. At the last minute, somebody ca- they had some, some hotshot producer canceled. So a friend who was producing the show was like... 
hey, you're a record producer, aren't you? And I'm like, eh, I've produced records, but I would not tell anyone I'm a record producer. And they're like, well, I need you to be one tonight. <laughs> so for the plot of this reality show, which was terrible and got canceled and everything's been wiped from the internet that uh, that it ever existed. Really? Yeah, you can't I, find it anywhere? Uh-uh. What was really? it called? Oh, man. I look. People, I, sometimes it was on oxygen. And people it, think you're making it up? Yeah, it was called Next Big Thing New York. And and you can look, but man, it, people think I'm making it up. Making it up because they just wiped so much from it. But uh, had a good. Who was the main guy in that? Trapper. Trapper. <laughs> Who's Trapper? So I think I've told this before, but the, the Trapper's like this. Um, he was a Broadway kind of coach, basically, that got people, mostly young people, ready for Broadway auditions and got them part. So the trailer for this show, to give you a, a taste of what it's like, Trapper's behind a desk and the shot is of him and he's talking to somebody on the, the opposite him and he says, uh, in this town, there's just no way you're going to have a career with a nose like that. You're going to have to get it fixed and you might as well do it now. And it pans over and it's like an 11-year-old girl that he's talking to. No. <laughs> no. And that was... <laughs> Basically, the show and this guy, and so I was, you know, helping him. Um, I'm surprised there's not a reality show about all these young people that go to New York to be on Broadway, and they work all those other jobs. Well, we ruined it. We tried it. Yeah. And- well, they were trying to be too sensational. Yeah. But, like, they're working their, you know, waiter-waitress jobs. You'd have to get so many uh, people to sign off on it, though. Yeah. They're not all in one place. Um all right, and then in the out of the U.S., they say the best spots to check out Abbey Road in London. Yeah, yeah, you've been there. Uh, Abba, the museum in Sweden. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, we were talking about it. We just didn't have time. Bob Marley Museum in Jamaica. Oh, that would be cool. Yes, I've been there. Uh, Jim Morrison's grave. Have you not been there? Were you not? Th- I think you. That was right after we saw Wicked. <laughs> no, on the uh, on the 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 cruise when we went there. Really? Yeah. Maybe you didn't go on that excursion. That seems like something I would do. But I was there. You have no memory. <laughs> and uh, Jim Morrison's grave in Paris. Oh. And then the Cavern Club in Liverpool. Man, remember we were in England and I we wanted to go, but it just wasn't gonna feasible. Happen. Yeah. I can't believe that we went. We were in London. And we didn't do Liverpool. It seems like so silly of us. We were only there for two nights. We weren't there long enough, yeah. Someday. Someday. That's a big one for me, though, Cavern Club. Oh, I would love to hear from people and their weird, the weird places they've, you know, maybe you just it just took you an exit off the highway to go there. Oh, Home Alone House in Winnetka. Oh, yeah. That's a nice house, last too. Last Christmas did pictures with that, yeah. Uh, what about you, Haley? Anywhere weird? I've been to Chicago. That's it. <laughs> That's pretty weird. See if you can beat Haley. Yeah. Weird landmarks. You can text us on the Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday tidbits. All right, time to educate you, or just to tell you some tidbits that are interesting. You guys probably don't remember uh, the Double Mint Twin Girls. I don't know if they were the original. Uh, They were in a show. There was a show with them. They were very big in the 80s. Uh, They were in a show called Double Trouble, I believe. Yeah, Double Trouble. And they were just on Seventeen Magazine all the time. They were 
really, really adorable. Anyway, their names uh, are Jean and Liz. I'll show you a picture of them so you can you can see who I'm talking about. And that's not them. Double Trouble Twins. <laughs> it's a bunch of animated people. And the reason I want to show you pictures, oh yeah, here they are. I mean, they were just adorable. See how cute they were? Uh, they were, but they were everywhere when I was growing up. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking oh, about? To- yeah, they had great hair. Yeah. I used to think, I man, that show. they make bangs look so good. That show was it was, was good. It? Okay, so anyway, I mean, they, that was six. They were a big part of my life growing up, and I've seen this shared a bunch recently. Their sister is Katie Seagal. No way. Yes, I don't know who's older. But I just saw a picture of Katie Seagal as Peg Bundy next to them, and yes, those are their those are uh, Katie Seagal's sisters. Really? That's Isn't crazy. that crazy? They can act though; it makes sense. Oh, they were just great. And Katie Seagal uh, was like lifelong friends and college friends. Katie Seagal, Pee Wee Herman, and David Hasselhoff all were college friends. They were? Uh-huh. No way. Yeah. So I saw that the other day. I'm like, I had no idea. It's crazy. I know. It'll blow your mind. What was the show called? Double, Double Trouble? Trouble. But they were on the they were also on the Double Mint uh commercials. You know, they had lots of twins on those Double Mint commercials. Uh, they were just they were everywhere when I was young. Those those twins. I never even knew their real names. And twins. <laughs> 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 What's that from? Uh Love football on That's TV. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it a real thing or a parody thing? I can't even remember. No, it's it was, a real it thing. Was real. Oh, what was it from? Twin. It was like a, was uh, it a, a Hardee's like, commercial. <laughs> Sounds like a Hardee's commercial to me. No, I think it was beer. Bud Light, I think. Oh, you're right. You're right. And twins. And twins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then one other tidbit that you might find. Interesting, I know I did. Uh, so the you know the Super Bowl halftime show has been going on since the Super Bowl happened, but they didn't really know what the halftime show was for many years. Marching bands. Oh yeah, they had a bunch of weird variety things. Yeah, and so so the year that In Living Color in 1992 did their big halftime show show during when it was the break of halftime. It was huge. Remember, yeah. everybody switched. Everybody was talking about it. It was in 1992. So until 1992, the Super Bowl was just marching bands and nonsense halftime. And then In Living Color got all those viewers away. And the, the Fox that year got 22 million people tuning into In Living Color. Oh my God. The following year, Michael Jackson did the, the halftime show. They were like, we're not messing around. And that started... What, what would be a big deal and a lot so talked about? Some guy was just like, "We need to have the biggest artist in the world out here," and they, and they got did it. it. Yeah, they did. It's interesting though. And Living Color, I remember it was just, "What are they gonna do?" Like it was so exciting. I loved In Living Color. All right, what about you guys? Tidbits. Yeah, you want me to go? Yeah, I would love sure. to go. When Sarah Michelle Geller was five. 
she did a Burger King commercial that made fun of McDonald's hamburgers. So McDonald's sued Burger King, named Sarah Michelle Gellar in the lawsuit, <laughs> and she was banned from going to McDonald's as a kid. Oh, that's oh funny. God. Yeah, they always show pictures of her as a little girl doing the Burger King commercial. Pretty adorable. But I didn't know about her being, yeah. She got sued. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. She overcame it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like Major League Baseball has seen a lot of players over the years, but the total is actually pretty small. As of yesterday, 147 years of baseball history, there have been a total of how, how many players would you say? Ooh. Seven. <laughs> Hold on. Even if they only appeared in one game, it counts, but they have to get in the game. 4,000. In the, in the whole history of it? No. Uh-huh. 7,000. 20,459. Uh-huh. Still not that many. So, yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller got sued. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to end on a better one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, oh, this is, ah, man, this is one where you might not. But I think it's good. It's a food one, too. Is it? Does it have something to do with uh, dog in Australian? You mean aboriginal? Whatever it is. Oh, man, I can't find the one I liked. I can do one while you're looking. Wait, do I it, think Chris. I got this one. Oh, here we go. Button mushrooms, criminy mushrooms. I don't know how to say that word. Oh, yeah. And, and portobello mushrooms are all the same mushroom, just at different stages of growth. Yeah, ah. I have that. I have that one I saved. That's very funny. Pretty good. Right? I know. I never knew it until I read that. Yeah. Let's stop trying to fool us, mushrooms. I know. Big mushroom. I was getting in our faces <laughs> trying to sell us all these different kinds of mushrooms. <laughs> all right, I've got a few here. Uh, Matt Grenning, creator of The Simpsons, had two sisters, one named Lisa, one named Maggie, and his mother and father were named Marge and Homer. Is that real? Yeah. Real. Huh. It's a real thing. Never knew that. Uh, the first telephone telephone switchboard operators apparently were boys, but their rude and abusive behavior led them to be replaced by young women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you just you get, get them cheap. Frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very funny. 25% of all known animal species are beetles. More beetles than anything else. Really? Yeah, it's not good. No, I do not. I'm not a fan. TMB, too many beetles. And the Eiffel Tower has been painted nearly 20 times. It's been red, yellow, brown, gray, but never black. When was the last time it was painted? I don't know. A couple days ago? (laughs) 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 All right, those are our Tuesday tidbits. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Hollywood outsider uh, Tim Convey in for Brando, who is out on vacation. He will be back sometime next week, if I'm not mistaken. Tuesday. Tuesday is what the, the people are saying. Uh, Hollywood outsider, we didn't mention this one earlier, but uh, Tim Azell from Fox 2 announced on the air, was it yesterday? A Friday. Friday, uh, that he has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and talked about, um, Courtney, you, you saw it. Yeah, two uh, two years ago, and he said that he's gotten viewers commenting about his balance and unsteadiness, so he finally revealed it on Friday's show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thinking thinking about him, but he's, he's, he's great. Uh, all right, a whole bunch of stuff to get to. Uh, the guy, William Friedkin, uh, who directed the movie The Exorcist, he died yesterday. He was 87. He also directed The French Connection, and he also directed, um, what's the Matthew McConaughey movie 
really disturbing. Failure to launch? No, he didn't do that. <laughs> he did the exorcist and failure to launch. <laughs> I got to Maybe times were tough. I don't know. What's the what it was a disturbing movie? God, what was it called? It's the, it's what? got a guy's name. The char- Matthew McConaughey's character is the name of the movie. Not Jerry, a lot of people Jerry saw Jerry Maguire. No. Ed TV? Gina Gershon. <laughs> That's a good guess. Gina Gershon is in it. I don't know. Matthew McConaughey. I'm going to look it up. I can't spell his name. His name is hard to spell. Just on your own. Oh, yeah. Lots of... Um, there's no way I'm going to find it in this amount of time. That's all right. Uh, we talked earlier about some rock and roll landmarks. Uh, we, we, the three of us have all been to Graceland. Courtney just outside. Chris and I took it. <laughs> yeah, I just did by the <laughs> gate. Uh, but Elvis Presley's Smith & Wesson revolver is hitting the auction block. Elvis, if you saw the movie or are familiar, he got really into guns kind of later later in life. Uh, the gun going up for sale is the Smith & Wesson Model 53 double action revolver, and it was gifted to Elvis in November of 1976, just nine months before he died. Like most relics from 76, Elvis. Uh, it was all about the bicentennial, probably. Yeah, yeah the revolver. It was a big time. I'm telling you guys, it was pre-your birth. But 76 was a big year. People it cared. was? It, everyone was talking about it. The You know, from... It just seemed like everything was about the bicentennial. Really? I just remember it vaguely being a young girl and lots of uh, celebrating America that year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even... Hard to even picture. Uh, the winning bid expected for this Elvis revolver, they're saying somewhere between 60000 and Bernie? Was it Bernie? Dollars. What's Bernie? That's the name of a movie that Matthew McConaughey no. was in. Killer Joe, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't see Killer Joe, but I don't know what year it was. Oof, it is some weird stuff, but yeah. I didn't oh, here I it is, Killer Joe. Gina. He played Killer Joe. Yeah, <laughs> you see, I told you. Gina Gershon and... Uh... Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, yeah. and, and the girl from uh, Ted Lasso. Juno Temple. Yep, that's her. Mm-hmm. It's disturbing. I didn't realize that guy was uh, was still alive. Uh, All right, speaking of movies, uh, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, obviously just passed away. Uh, But he was in a bunch of other stuff other than just being Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Do you remember seeing the Pee Wee Herman on Broadway? Yeah. Or did I just make that up? Yeah, I remember it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. And Seth Meyers' brother was in it? He was in it. He was like the, uh, yeah. And while you were gone, we mentioned, which I didn't know, that he's the one that hired Danny Elfman to do... Kiwi's Big Adventure, and that's how Danny Elfman started on his whole trajectory. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. He, a lot of people, he kind of got into the biz. He seems. was he was widely loved. Yeah. Can you think of any roles? Because uh, they have his 10 best roles besides Pee Wee Herman. Man, he was great in 30 Rock. He was great in What We Do in the Shadows. Buffy. Was, what We Do in the Buffy. Shadows, they have at number 10. So Buffy uh, from the, the movie. He was not- the main uh, bad Vampire. Yeah, Amelin. He was a he was a vampire. Yeah. Um, the movie Blow. Remember that? The Ted. Oh yeah. Movie Johnny Depp and uh-huh. stuff. He he was uh, Derek for real. Uh, he was like a, I haven't seen Blow that movie guy. in years. Uh, speaking of Danny Elfman, he was in uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. He was Locke. He was like the red devilish trick or treater in that. Um, this I always thought was interesting. In Batman Returns, uh, Danny DeVito played the Penguin and. Paul Rubens played his father in like a flashback scene. And then many, many years later in the show Gotham, if you ever watched that, that was it was on until just a few years ago, he also played the penguin's father 
in that. And he was, and that shows you how the penguin became the penguin because the dad was bad news, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Wasn't he? He was a, he was a penguin. No, but I mean, <laughs> and the mom was a human. <laughs> and that's how he was I'm a bad. Sure. He was a bad rich dude. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. And he came out deformed. Yeah. And then they. Uh-huh. they yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that is true. Um, what else was he in here? Oh, he was in the Blues Brothers. He I didn't know in... he was in the Blues Brothers. He, I saw the picture of him though. He was the waiter, I think. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, Portlandia. And then, man, so good. Mystery Men, if you remember that movie. Oh, he was one that ben farted, Stiller. right? He was the spleen. Was yeah. his name. It's all these, you know, uh-huh. sort of characters, but he's really good in that. And then uh, he was Patrolman Rick on Reno 911, and Chris mentioned he was in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Was it? And well. Patrolman Rick, isn't he the guy that is better at solving all the crimes than the police? Yeah, and is he Nick? Is he related he, to Nick Swartzen's yeah, character? I think, I think in the movie he was Nick Swartzen's dad. Okay, because Nick Swartzen makes up a bunch of lies. Yes, and that's his whole character. It's one of the best characters. It's in such a good character. History. It's always on roller skates. And then I think they they in the movie they make it so that that all of his lies that are like abs- uh, absurd and outlandish be are true. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of uh, Sandler movies this week and sorts and showing up all the time. He's so funny. Yeah, cheers. He's automatic laughs. Yeah, he is great. Uh, did you guys see this? Wayne Brady came out as pansexual. Which yeah, I saw that this morning. I didn't know. Everybody looking up what pansexual It's is. everything. Isn't it just ever either? Yeah, you don't care. It's more personality than anything. You're attracted to anyone that you... Could be anybody. Yeah. Could, yeah. It could be anyone. <laughs> anyone. Which I think a lot of people use other terms when maybe they, they mean that. I think so. Sophie B. Hawkins, there was no pansexual when I had interviewed her in studio. When I say I interviewed her, I was, I did not. I was just the Around. producer. Uh, yeah. She said she was omnisexual. Oh, yeah. Which meant all. Which works. Yeah. Omni. I mean, I don't know if she made yeah, it up herself. Yeah. But. There, there's no pan. I'm sure there's subtleties between these things. Maybe. So Wayne, Wayne's quote is, uh, to me, pan means being able to be attracted to anyone who identifies as gay, straight, bi, transsexual, or non-binary, being able to be attracted across the board. And I think, at least for me right now, that is the proper place. Uh, is he uh, in a relationship now? I don't, That I don't know. Hmm. He is 51, though. Wayne. He's crazy, crazy talented. Man, they, they, <laughs> there is a... A clip of Wayne Brady on with like you know Colin Mockery and all the guys on Ryan Styles. The boy they were Richard Simmons came on and did like a guest spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is wildly hilarious. Really? Yes. Because they probably because Richard Simmons is just a character. He is such a character. But man, they are they're 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 all everyone's having the time of their lives. It's so funny. Mm. Uh, Beyonce uh, had a show in. Uh, at FedEx Field in D.C. Word? That's a rough city, man. Rough city, man. <laughs> uh, on Sunday night, it was delayed due to a massive lightning storm. It started about an hour before the show and was, was supposed to start, and fans had to take shelter in their cars and inside the stadium for about two hours before she finally took the stage. So the show ran late, but Beyonce wanted to make sure that everyone got home safely. Like Chris said, it's a rough city. Uh, so <laughs> she paid $100,000 to keep Metro trains running to all 98 stations for an extra hour. No way. Wow. How do you even 
do that? Yeah, how do you get word to them and pay that? Like, does, do you have to write that check before they say yes? I was thinking the same thing. Like, oh, just write the check and then, like, how do you inform all of the? How, yeah. That just seems like a massive How do you get the workers? Right. It seems maybe they have things in place for not necessarily for Beyonce concerts, but just different sorts of. Um, we got a code bay. Yeah, <laughs> we got a code bay. Yeah, she's paying for it. Everybody keep working. I'm that's going. I'm fun. going to that show when she comes in oh, a couple weeks. That's hundreds of workers uh, had to call home and be like, uh, eh, stay, "I'm going to be late." Yeah, Beyonce's paying us to stay late. So <laughs> yeah, busy. yeah, sure. Um, oh, you're going to Beyonce? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's what the 21st, the Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday. I'll yeah. be off. That I'm taking the next day off. Oh, are you really? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to go as well. You're gonna not gonna take the next day off. No, I'll be in. <laughs> I will be in. Uh, the names Barbie and Ken are surging in popularity. We gotta see. Did you see it? Did you I did. Movie? I loved and it. And you loved it. I yeah. wouldn't name a kid after it. Yeah. But what would you name movie. a kid after? Fran Drescher? No. <laughs> oh. Any other members of NWA? <laughs> <laughs> You should name a kid Fran. It works, Absolutely boy or a girl. Not. What? Not? Come on. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. What's her name that. on the show? Fran. Oh. Fran oh. Fine. That real very original. Come on. <laughs> uh, babynames.com says that searches for Barbie blew up 300% in July. But aren't but, you I mean, they're also... Barbara. It's Barbara. A lot of people call Barbara's Barbie. Well, but also, that's a lot to claim that, pe- oh, it's because people are thinking Searching of naming it. their kid that they're looking for info on the movie. Oh, right? I thought they went to the website baby names. Oh, I see. And search Barbie. Yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> you search- are an idiot. I've been saying it for years. Searches for Ken <laughs> increased. <laughs> you literally have. <laughs> Searches for, for Ken increased by 200%. To date, the name Ken peaked in popularity in. Let me guess. Uh, 65. Very close. 63. Yeah. And Barbie in 64. Yeah. Barbie was relatively new. Barbie. That makes sense. But Barbie's a nickname. Yeah. Well, Bar- they both are. Yeah, because Ken is Kenneth. Kenneth, sure. And Barbie, I would assume, is Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Or Barbara. I know a few Barbies. You do? Uh-huh. Yeah. And they seem like they're per- that name is perfect for Well, them. they're back. <laughs> so call them all up and let them know. Uh, that is your Hollywood outsider on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. It is The Courtney Show on 106.5 The Arch, which is such a solid, solid radio station, but you guys are already <laughs> listening. Uh, speaking of solid establishments here in St. Louis that are legendary, uh, The Funny Bone. St. Louis's destination for comedy for over 30 years, now with two different locations. Uh, you got the one in St. Charles, Street to St. Charles, and the classic one at Westport. Great shows coming up, including this weekend. John Reap is in town. Bob Biggerstaff is in town. Uh, great comics, so go check them out for sure. They also brought you Hollywood Outsider. That's why I share this information with you now. But get your tickets now. Get stlewisfunnybone.com. It's so easy. Just pick a weekend, call some friends. Get them. Get them. Go get them. Taxes? And we some people talking about tourist attractions that they went to. Colonel Sanders' grave in Louisville, Kentucky. What's Truman interesting Sh- about it? I wonder. Is there anything interesting about it? His finger looking good. <laughs> um, the Truman Show exteriors in Florida. Oh yeah, we did. We saw those. We saw those. Oh, yeah. was it like one of those? It's I think in, Seaside. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, something yeah. close to there. We did that. Baby Chip says Big Daddy and I visited the Top Gun House this year. A few people did Top Gun. Oh, house. I've heard about What's that. What's the Top Gun it's House? In San Diego. Like it's, the... it's where Maverick went 
to like, remember oh, when he Kelly? like comes over and he goes, can I have a shower? Yes, yes. Sure. You know what the most, the most fascinating thing to me, I didn't know what it was when I saw it when I was in high school, when she's making dinner and she puts whatever that is in the hot water and it all just puffs up. Do you know what I'm talking about? Top Gun? Yeah. Remember the she's original? cooking? She's cooking. He's riding on his motorcycle to get there. Right. See, I'm like, I remember the motorcycle. Okay. Well, whatever. Whatever she's making, I still don't know what it is. What it is Kelly McGillis w- making in Top Gun? I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Mm. Uh, Melissa texted and said, as an adult with four kids, I now appreciate the scenic routes and detours. My family took on vacations. Um, sitting in the backseat with two younger brothers. Not so much. Have a great day. Love listening to you all. Thank you. Bestie Dan says Haley, at, at her request, complimented her and said, Haley makes sitting in traffic so much more pleasant. <laughs> and then somebody supported Tim and says, I know the stat you're talking about. There have been about 20,000 MLB ball players. You could sit them all in an average MLB stadium and it would only be at half capacity. Pretty incredible. There oh, see, go. somebody liked <laughs> yeah. it. We didn't somebody give you the... It. The excitement that you were looking for. Right. Thank all, you to it's, that person. It's also tough when you're like, you're not going to believe how how many this thing is. And somebody is like, because you said that, I'm going to underdo it by a lot. Yeah, you guys thought 4,000? That's insane. Yeah. We I'm, were like, I am so glad that you guys didn't mess with numbers while I was gone. Because you guys... <laughs> we uh, might have done a few. Oh, uh, you, sh- you shouldn't. <laughs> A new texter texted and said, tell, tell Haley to check out Pro Plan Live Clear Cat Food. Live Clear Cat Food. Oh, is it because the allergies? Cat. It helps with their allergies. Oh, really? Interesting. You feed your cat something different and it makes Maybe you it helps less the allergic? dander? Because isn't, isn't the allergy... The dander, yeah. It doesn't it all come down to dander? Yeah. It all comes down to dander. <laughs> doesn't it, it always? That's my senior quote. At the end of the day... <laughs> It all comes down to dander. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what else we got here? New texter texted in. Just listened to the podcast from Friday. It was great to hear Courtney, Jen, and Guy back together. Used to listen to you every day on the way to school. I had some good laughs. Thank you. Glad to get updates on you all. And uh, you posted a picture yesterday on Instagram and Facebook yeah, of the three know. of us. And a lot of people were excited to see it. Yeah, if you guys want to follow us, do it. The Courtney Show STL. Are Courtney we close Show to that SDL. number, by the way, on Instagram? We're we're, le- we're within a hundred. Within a hundred. Yeah. And really? we will be giving out. If you want to see that picture, we're going to take it off of Facebook, so you can't see it there. You get to. We have a Rubbermaid <laughs> trash can to give away five hundred dollars to oh, somebody. Picture nice. of you and Jen and Guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's on uh, the Courtney Show STL. Follow us on Insta. I got to share. I've Graham. gone down quite a rabbit hole with the. Um, the twins, Katie Seagulls. Oh, twins. you're obsessed now? Because I remember, I just remember the Double Trouble show, and that was right in our, you know, wheelhouse. How 80s. great was their hair? Great hair. I mean, if you were a girl in 1985, don't you think you would want, you know what it reminds me of? The Sister Christian girl. The, and one in the video for Sister Christian, I wanted her hair too. I can't picture that. Very straight and shiny. But they're both great hair still. They still hang out. Still twins. They still hang yes. out. And they're both in the TV. One's like a director and one's like a, a writer, producer. Yeah. I went down a rabbit hole, too. Yeah? For the Twins commercials. Do you want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hey, do. Haley, could you turn it down a little bit? Or all the way? Here we go. Okay. Oh, I've got to turn it up. 
two hand touch. Well, hold on, I got multiple things. <laughs> yeah, you got lots guys. of tabs. You're tabbing. I'm tabbing. Multiplayer. Here we go. It's Core's life. It's Core's life. Uh, How times have changed. (laughs) Oh, man. What year was that? There's multiple commercials like this. I don't know what year it was. Let me see. I don't know. I didn't go that the, the year that far women, down the rabbit hole. The women were being objectified the most. If you guys want to text us any old time, like Chris likes to say, Chady Window and Door text line is 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. I got some... Oh, thank you, Haley. I got some now you guys know. Just make your life a little bit better. Uh, sleep, so important. It's important to us getting up as early as we do. Uh, important to everybody, though, especially as you get older, I find. Uh, didn't get a great night's sleep? Don't worry. Just tell yourself that you had an amazing night's sleep. They just did a study. Uh, this is from the University of Warwick in England, so you know it's legit. <laughs> They say that when it comes to your mood, thinking you got a good night's sleep might matter more than actually getting a good night's sleep. Oh, but if you if you in your head are like, I got a terrible night's sleep and that's in your head all day. That's going to affect your you're day. You're going to be tired and crabby all day long. Now, the alternative conclusion they could have reached is mm-hmm. that their equipment isn't that great, right? That the person knows better. That even if all your sensors say, oh, look, you were out and you were in... No, oh, if, if something's telling you you had great sleep, yeah, you might be like, oh, well, according to this, I did. Well... Yes, I'm sure that that's effective as well. But you, my point is, maybe the person knows better than the equipment does anyway. The way they feel. You know what I'm saying? Because they used uh, like a Fitbit-style uh, monitor to track the sleep patterns. Then they compared the data, the notes that each person kept about how restful their sleep felt and how moody they were the next day. I don't know if I trust all this completely. Uh, it turned out if they thought they had a good night's sleep, they were more likely to be in a good mood. And if they thought they didn't sleep well, they were more likely to be in a bad mood that day. I, always, I don't love, like, the methods and the conclusion, but I also think it's true. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, you're willing yourself. In some cases, it seems like... But that only would work for, like, a few times or here and there. Like, if you get bad sleep... You know it, eventually. Yeah, it's going to catch up with you. It's, it's, the rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> the sleep rhythm. Yes. I think so much of it depends. I, I feel like we we determine how well we slept or didn't sleep based on what part of our sleep cycle we're in when we wake up. Because sometimes you're like, oh, well, I woke oh up yeah, I had a it's messed like, well, up messed up dreams last night, like right before I got woke up. Oh really? Yeah. And right. So you felt like you had a rough night's sleep, but actually that was just minutes before your alarm. Went yeah. Off. Yeah. But it felt like it was the whole night I was having this bizarre. It's because I'm watching that show Silo. It's sci-fi, weird stuff. So I had a real sci-fi kind of dream last night. People in your dreams are going in and out of accents. Yes. And it's not it's not good for a sleep. It's hard. Usually for me, it is about the number of hours I get to sleep. Like if I go to bed late, it doesn't matter if I have a good night's sleep. I'm like, I only got four hours of sleep. Right. So to me, the four hours, even if it was perfect, isn't enough. 
Well, yeah, I com- I completely yeah. agree with that. Uh, one other thing, a little healthy thing to think about if you're trying to lower your blood pressure. Uh, for the most part, people think that all kinds of uh, aerobic exercises, running, cycling, etc., are good for lowering your blood pressure, and yeah. they are they are good. But according to this new study, the best exercises to lower your blood p- pressure pressure walking. No, even even more stationary. Is it the QB? <laughs> or Quibi? Quibi. Quibi. Quibi's the, the, the littlest, Q-B. like, <laughs> stationary bicycle. It's just basically two pedals that you put on the ground. Yeah. No, not even that. Uh, planks and wall squats. Well, both are not easy. No, they're not easy. How many times do aerobic. I... Okay, what's my what's my time? How, How many, long? Yes. The more, the more you can do, the better. No, I want to, like, a, a get out. You do this for this amount of time. I mean, do how it, long do you do think it? you could do a wall squat? Do wall squat? Minute. I think I could do a wall squat for a while. Oh, yeah? I do. With the right pants. Yeah. So, yeah Thank used, you for answering I for used me. to do them for, like, fun in school, just leaning against a wall and doing a wall squat. Wall squats are, are not difficult for me. For fun? Yeah, like you're just you're, you're leaning. Just She's hanging. So she does like, traffic for fun. Like this, this, <laughs> yeah, this, she was excited about I don't doing have traffic. A lot going on, all right. And she's been only to Chicago. Only to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> now planks, no, not planks fun. are not. Planks I cannot. I'm not good at them. Planks. Do for do do. I would say do it three times for a minute each. And it's gonna hold Man, that minute time. is long. It is long. It feels good when you can do it. And it, planking is something that if you start doing, you'll build up yes. your, the length pretty quickly. All right. So it's good for you. Now, you guys know. Thank you, Tim. Coming up, we got some randos with Chriso. That's The Courtney Show on The Arch. The Courtney Show. Randos, randos. Randos, randos. All right, Brenda's out today. We're gonna do some random stories that were in the news. Someone has launched an Olympics alternative that encourages, well, it doesn't encourage, but is cool with doping. So (laughs) this Australia, I've always, I kind of agree with this. Okay. I'm glad that it exists. I mean, listen, it isn't for everybody. Kids shouldn't be doing this. Is Lance Armstrong going to be the face of this? (laughs) He should be. So this Australian businessman is developing the enhanced games where there's no drug testing He's hoping to obliterate world records by unlocking human potential. He says, uh, quote, I hope the bold natural athlete still shows up and says, hey, guys, I'm natural and I'm going to beat all you guys. That's going to be great TV. Oh, so even if he does obliterate all the records, it doesn't it's those records aren't going anywhere. No, because like Olympics and like official stuff, people will probably not count these, but there's going to be five categories, track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports. And he says there's going to be large cash prizes for breaking a world record. Wow. Gymnastics? I had a friend who we watched a lot of MMA together, and he he wanted to, yeah, like any, anybody could do as much, you know, stuff. performance enhancing stuff, and he wanted to ban defense. Uh, Here's a feel-good story Ten years ago, a woman in Minnesota Named Sarah was in and out of jail And hooked on opioids A judge gave her one last chance to sort out her life She did, got off drugs, became a lawyer Just got an innocent man's murder charges dropped The day the case got dropped She ran into the judge that gave her one last chance 
asked her what she was doing there, and she says, I work here now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. All right, this one's funny. I saw this video last week. So apparently there's this festival or there's something going on where, okay, at the 4th of July parade on Long Island, politicians and others march down the streets and you're encouraged to throw water balloons at them. Oh, yeah, you showed us that video in here. Some girl just smoked a guy right in the face. Yeah, it was the best throw ever. It was awesome. And the angle of the the shot. And and the burst of water. It was so great. It was brilliant. So this young girl, um, she chucked one at a politician named Bruce Blakeman, hit him in the head from a good distance. The video went viral. And and somebody said the Yankees should sign her. Well, they just invited her (laughs) to a game this week. Her name's Alexis Cardova. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a great throw. You can look it up. I mean, it is a solid, right? And the guy was fine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, And it was far. It wasn't like... I I should find the video and put it on the blog. Uh, There's a new scam... Are you, don't look at me when you say that. But <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, you know, if you parked public places, you, you would get dinged on this, but you go to Fletcher's and that's it. <laughs> I leave my car and uh, hope it'll be there when I yeah, come back. you just pray for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this new scam where thieves are replacing QR codes at parking meters with their own codes, so you're just sending money to them. So there are QR codes now on parking meters? I thought you some had to go to like a... parking meters, and, oh. and then like some... Some cities have it, so it's just, you just hit a QR code that's on a sign right yeah. next to them, so there's not even a meter. But some have meters that have QR codes, so... I guarantee you, St. Louis does not have QR codes. Yeah, I don't think they're there no. yet. But authorities are saying, um, if you do use a QR code... Check the URL, and if it's vague or a shortened URL link, it might be a little bit goofy. Mm. Yeah, and aren't you always a little leery of, like, I, during the Super Bowl, there was an ad, and it was like, you know, capture this QRO, you know, QR code now for blah, blah, blah. I'm not just going to, what are they sending me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, Why would a- you just get involved in a company you don't know what's happening? right. But if it's like tied, it know. wasn't tied. Well, it was this, a not. This, you mean the Super Bowl commercial? Yes. That did it? I mean, if they're paying that, it kind looked of like money, nonsense. It's not a big scam. Yeah, but I don't. A bunch want... of criminals got together. Listen, and were like, I can't we're get buy this Super Bowl. I man. can't stop getting these emails from this. One time, I ordered some skincare from Elena, and she won't stop sending oh, she's me. She's got to leave you alone. Every time I get a, a, a an email. It's always the skincare line. She probably sold it to other people. Yeah, Elena, here she is. One more day to save. That's a lie, Elena. Every day you send me one more day to save. Yeah, mm-hmm. every day you can You're save. You're lying. And if everything's 25% all the, off all the time, well, then that's just how much it costs. These This company needs to know that this kind of harassment makes me not want to support oh, yeah, you. Never. Yeah, but they all do it. Like that's well, it's all I'm make, I'm keeping track. Mm. <laughs> wow. You've got to do you have a, a murder list? I do. I do. I have a hit list. I like this one a lot too. A guy in England bought a classic car from nineteen thirty three. He got obsessed with the history, so he planned a road trip to visit all of its pre- previous owners. Wow. Oh yeah, I posted that on the blog today. It's a really it's very cute. It's cool. He got obsessed with his car and the car is like, you know, obviously classic. I know this guy, he's a, he's a director and he will, 
he will buy these amazing old cars and restore them, but then also create like one of those really cool booklets that tells about the history of the car. So who owned it before and all this stuff. That and then is so cool. He sells it with that book, so you like know everything that has happened with your car, which I think sounds awesome. That's incredible. Uh, Nick just texted me. Of course, we have QR codes here, almost primarily. So oh, I was wrong. Really? Mm. He like, I, you know, he was in his car wherever he is, going, "You dummy!" He's so proud of St. <laughs> Louis. He's ta- he wants to make sure that you're not besmirching their good name. But he wouldn't call me a dummy to my to my face. No. He'd just be like. Hey, just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he never calls you a slopadopolis. <laughs> no, he, he only calls himself that. That's what that's primarily for himself. Slopadopolis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do one more. Um, so have you guys there was I saw a meme like a few months ago where a woman took a picture of the Zoom office building. Oh, I just saw that. And was like, why? Does Zoom have this big of a building? <laughs> what does Zoom need Aren't they for? all about not being in the office? Yeah. So apparently Zoom is even making their staff return to the office. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So there's a big trend right now to try to get remote workers to come back into the office. It's not going to work for those these people. They say it will be better for business. Um, they're, they're basically admitting that it doesn't work. <laughs> which is crazy. Their whole Their business whole thing model. should be based on, like, you never need to be in the office. It's a bad look for them. I wonder what percentage of Zoom's uh, business or users are companies, like all business stuff. You know what I mean? I bet it's a huge person. I never heard of Zoom until the pandemic. Yeah, me yeah I don't think anyone had. And Dad was the first person to tell me about it. Really? He was like, yeah, I got a Zoom later. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I remember you, we made so much fun of the name. You moving around mm-hmm. quickly? He, he's in business. Well, because don't a lot of places have that Microsoft Teams, which is like their own um, Zoom? Like they're not using using actual Zoom. Yeah, I got a link for that once and was like, "What is this? Pass. <laughs> not going to that meeting. <laughs> I'm Zoom or nothing, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was uh, your Brandos Ringos. What do we got coming up here? Coming up, we're going to give tickets away for Darius Rucker, First Five Notes. It's the Courtney Show on The Arch. First Five Notes on 106.5 The Arch. First Five Notes is brought to you by Carroll House Furniture. Carroll House Furniture will beat any price in the country. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Let's meet our contestant for First Five Notes. Hello, Steve from Waterloo. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Steve uh, told me off the air that he works for a company that shreds uh, like stuff for businesses. Okay. So he said he you know, get rid of the evidence. That's what that's what Steve's doing today. That's classic Steve. Working hard. Hey <laughs> Steve, uh we've got some tickets for you. No plans this weekend. Uh, I hope not because we have a pair of tickets for you to see Darius Rucker at St. Louis Music Park on Saturday night. All you have to do is get two out of three in first five notes. Are you ready to go? Heck yeah, let's do this. All right, Steve. <laughs> Who do you want to play against? Let's go against you, Courtney. I think I played Brado uh, last time, and uh, he was a tough component. So, yeah, let's come. Oh, you think I'm weak sauce, huh? Okay. All right. (laughs) Bring it. Bring it, Steve. All right. got it. Steve, here we go. Here's song number one. That's uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, it is. Steve's on fire. Woo-hoo. Great job on song number one. Here's song number two. 
Can I hear it again? Yeah, I'm stumped on this one. I might need some uh, somebody to hold my hand and help me a little bit. Uh, he's a he's a real piano man, this guy. Oh, Billy Joel? Yeah. Yes, Steve. Play guitar on this one, I think, in the video. Really? Yeah. All right, you got uh, you got two of them. So he's the guitar man. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, I'll gong myself. Yeah, you need to kick Greg out for that. Yeah, I know I would have. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's too far away. I just threw a pack of jelly beans at it. <laughs> we'll, we'll try those jelly beans tomorrow. All right, Steve, you uh, you won the tickets <laughs> and maybe some jelly beans. We don't know, um, but uh, get this last one. It'll be fun. Here's song number three. Oh, that's every breath you take. Get it, Steve. Steve, you get right, it. Steve. Way to go. Great energy. Solid performance. Yeah, very happy. I love your attitude, Steve. <laughs> hey, you guys are going to make my wife super happy. I got some brownie points this weekend. Oh, All right. Nice. Stop Everybody by Patricia's. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hey, I might do that. You never know. Brownie points is a product. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, you'll be at that Darius Rucker show, St. Louis Music Park, on Saturday night. Have a great time, Steve. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll hear from you again. You were a fabulous contestant. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. Too. We'll have another pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. Courtney Show. Friday, we're going to be out in Arnold, so hopefully you'll you'll join us. Donuts, donuts, and donuts. It's our second to last stop, penultimate, if you if you like that word. Yeah, it's, it's fun to throw that word. It. Yeah, it's fun to throw that word around. Um, but yeah, we'll be in Arnold at Shamrock Donuts. Come join us and hang out. And get one of those Courtney Show shirts while supplies last. We also have the Courtney Show uh, floaties to give away that are shaped like a donut. Uh, but yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you all at. Shamrock Donuts in Arnold. We have yet to have a like a floating device that reliably holds what it's supposed cup. to. Yeah, yeah. Have we tried to float a full can of something in the floaty? We should take it down to the fountain. Yeah, well, before the, they turn the fountain on. It's not on until later. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no, I think I think it should be with the fountain on. Well, that because- seems like a lot of well, I mean, what circumstances will you need a, a beverage in the pool floaty where it isn't a little bit wavy? Okay. That seems real wavy. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> All right, we got some Texas in. Uh, Ruby and I is from Trish. Ruby and I are enjoying Steve's enthusiasm. So were we. Yeah, Steve was a great contestant. Yeah. yeah. He was fired up. My friends and I went to the full house house when we were in San Francisco just a normal house on a normal street, except the crowd. Yeah, I've seen that one. And that's a big. That's a, they got a lot of money for that house, didn't they? When they because they sold it in the oh, last however many years. Didn't say. the producer, like the creator, bought it? I think. Oh, oh really? I think so. Wall Drug in South Dakota is the strangest tourist attraction attraction I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, I think Brando went there last time. He was because he got me a little sign. Yeah, I went there too. It's um, you know. It's a it's a tourist thing. It w- it's, it's not like is it as it's only you only go to be like yeah I, I went. What about uh, is it similar to Wally's? No, Wally's. Now that's an experience. You like Wally's better? Well, they're two. To- it's totally different. Okay, so like one's like a this 
Disneyland type gas station and one is like the Honky Tonk Strip in Lake of the Ozarks. Got it. I like the Honky Tonk Strip. Yeah. It's uh, not the Honky Tonk Strip. What is it called? Dog Patch. Dog Patch. Dog Patch. Just Hillbilly Town. Hillbilly Town. Oh, yeah. Hillbilly Town. Yeah. Hillbilly Town. <laughs> Just Katie says, I'm sure you've seen the SNL segment with Phil Hartman called All Drug Olympics. Classic. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, uh, yeah. There's weightlifters. <laughs> and they're, they do, they're, they're leaning over and they go, oh, oh. and then he stands up and his arms rip off and they just stay on the. Uh... <laughs> and blood starts going everywhere. And Kevin Nealon goes, that's got to be disappointing for the young Russian. <laughs> and he goes, he is really going to feel that in the morning. <laughs> Jane texted in and says, I know you can't do anything about it, but I'm spending my 40th in Mexico listening to the to the popcast. <laughs> Thanks for all the years of laughter. Oh, 40. Yeah, that's where you should be, celebrating your 40th. Yeah. You know, we can't. you can't do anything about it. She knows. Yeah. Dennis from Imperial says, I used to self-checkout anywhere I go. Anywhere it's available because guess who doesn't work there? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then somebody else texted in, new texture says, guys, it's real. I currently serve as the municipal court prosecutor for for Crystal City, and I charge shoplifting from checkout all the time. Walmart is very aggressive in preventing shoplifting through self-checkout. I thought Walmart was big. Well, because you can't find somebody to check you out at Walmart. But I thought Walmart was one of those people, they they knew that they were going to have so much in shoplifting, so they don't go after... I would assume that was all of them. Yeah. yeah. See, they've got... I think they've gotten more aggressive because of TikTok. Because it was like... People whole, are bragging about it? Yeah, people brag about mm. it on TikTok. Like, it's so easy to steal from Walmart. That's a, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, although they are having us do all the work now. They really ruined it for everybody. steal from somewhere... That's the place. (laughs) You know, I why do I get I always get bothered when that person stops me to check my receipt. Because I'm like, do I look like it also seems so pointless. Like it seems like what could they What are they looking for? I know somebody's gonna text us and tell us, but what could they possibly be looking for that's helpful for them? Yeah. Casey texted and said, Ha ha, my high school BFF and I had that. And twins song on a mixed CD for some reason. I have no idea why we did, but I just had a, a 2015 flashback. A bunch of people texted in, so it's um, it's it's a commercial that two guys came up with at an ad agency. It's based off of a song that he heard growing up called "I Love," and it's like. You know, like, I love... It's the same sort of thing, and they just replaced all the lyrics. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe she had it on a mix. A mix tape. That's hilarious. That's really funny. Uh, Dina from Edwardsville says, Tim, you got to do what you got to do. You are an awesome husband. Hugs to you and your family. This is about the sprinkle cookie. Oh, <laughs> thank you. The sprinkle cookie. I could just see you panicked trying to get it. Yeah. You won. Yeah, I did. My oh, great guy. I delivered. Uh, let's see. Trucker Travis says, was happy to see my route bring me back to St. Louis for a few days. I love starting my run listening to the show. Thank you. Keep wow. up the great work. Trucker what? Trucker Travis. Thanks, Trucker thinking Travis. about calling him Travis Truck. Yeah. Because <laughs> we already have Trucker Rich. Yeah. Travis Truck works for Travis me. Travis Truck is funny. Travis Trucker Travis, if you're listening, 
I would love an approval on Travis Truck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's Thomas good. the Tank Engine. Yeah, but he's Travis Truck. It's like <laughs> Travis, Travis Tritt. Tritt. She doesn't know who Travis Tritt is. Travis. Haley, that's Haley over there. Hi. Hailing it up. <laughs> you know, despite a lot of pleas for people to give you compliments, you didn't really get many. I'm just kidding. You got a bunch. <laughs> there you go. uh, if you guys want to listen to the podcast or send in more Haley compliments, you. you can do it on the... You can you can text the show and I'll yes. tell you where it yes, is. Yes, yes. Text us on the Cheney window and door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. I think we could all use a little chuck right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good show today. It's good to have you back, Tim. It's good to be back. Thank you again for, um, yeah, all support. I'm excited. What are you, what are you eating here. over there? Mm. Cliff Bar. Where did these jelly bellies come from? I haven't yet to, I didn't even see those before. Uh, those came from Wally's. Yeah. And um, I forgot them both. Days for food court, but we can do them tomorrow. Yeah, they're Krispy Kreme flavored yeah. Jelly Bellies. I, I figured oh. we could give them a shot. And somebody gave us those blue lemonade raspberry Swedish fish. I recommend them. Those Strong. Are good. I think they're better than regular. The red red ones. It, they're it's a different. It I got ba- I you're... got bad. I don't. I will not ever eat another red Swedish fish. Why? Somebody I don't like was a big fan of them. Oh. So I'm I'm protesting the red Swedish oh, fish. Do I know who it was? Yes. Yeah, I know who it was. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. On the blog today, 1065thearch.com. Uh, let's see. You can see the list of the best 80s movies ever, according to a website. Oh, this is cute. The Paul Paul Stanley was at one of the Taylor Swift shows. Yeah. And it's really adorable. He's got his Taylor Swift shirt on that he bought. And he took his daughter, I believe. That's awesome. Um, you can see that. You can see movies that have grossed over a billion dollars at the box office. The list isn't great. The list is all ki- animated movies, superhero movies, dinosaur movies, dinosaur movies. Uh-huh. Like what Barbie just d- has done is unprecedented. Y- yes. If you look at the other movies that have all, well, I mean, Avatar. Avatar is kind of in a its own little place. Do you think Monopoly will make that list? You never know. <laughs> you get good people behind a movie. Oh, is there a Monopoly movie coming out? Uh-huh. Who's in it? Nobody no. knows. It's been talked about for a long time, but it's going to happen. That'll be that'll be good, guys. <laughs> really? I can tell. The um, story's there. You know, they're it's just, all just, there. Just don't mess it up, right? It's all there. Get um, a little feral. And uh, Chris talked about this earlier. He posted it on the blog today. Uh, Richard Simmons on Whose Line Is It Anyway from 2003. And it's worth watching. I can't wait to watch it when yeah. we're done. It's um, it's pretty hilarious. It's the video. I'm going to say this is our, your video of the day. Ooh, video of the day. Uh-huh. 1065thearch.com. Now it's time to get to the GTG song of the day. Well, Haley's a part of it. She's a part of the Great Taste Gang, and yeah. she really wanted to hear this song. Yeah, tell us all about it. Yeah, Helen. why do you want to hear the song? What What's yeah. your relationship to this song? It just, I heard it once when, like, my brother found it. He really liked it. He put it on a random CD, and we would listen to it in the car. And it just, I don't know, something about the way he sings scratches my brain really nicely. Oh, lovely. All right. <laughs> I didn't know until very recently, Chris told me, and I thought he was making it up, that it's from the musical Chess, chess yeah. well, which was just at the Muni. Well, it's not from Chess, but it's in Chess. Is it originally from Chess? I don't know. Oh. 
I mean, it's in the it's in the musical. I, mean, I would imagine that which it was, came first. It had to be the musical. I mean, the the lyrics are all about chess. Oh, it is. Well, and like, <laughs> you better go back to your bars, your, your massage, massage parlors. parlors. <laughs> all right. Well, it's Murray Head. It's one night in Bangkok. We are the Courtney Show. We will see you tomorrow morning. It was a concept album that then got turned into a musical. Bangkok, oriented, <laughs> but the city don't sleep. When All the right, city. well, I'm going to do so more. There you go. I wanna, that's good to end the show with a Tuesday tidbit. Yeah. Thank you, Convies. Makes and sense. Thank you, Haley. We'll be back tomorrow, six o'clock. See you then. Oh, hey. Man, that was fun, wasn't it? Why don't we uh, meet up later and I'll make you a sandwich at Salt and Smoke? Thanks for listening to the podcast. Tickles. Bye.